from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Every family has an origin story. One passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe? Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. Welcome to our show. I'm going to start the show and say that Lamorne... Uh, just had a birthday, and he's drinking espresso out of a tiny, right. <laughs> like, very <laughs> fancy cup. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Tell us about that, Lamar. <laughs> well, you can get this tiny little cup at the Welcome to Our Show merch store. <laughs> 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 Ooh, with the plug. Oh, my god. Oh, yeah. You know what? We should We should mention that we have a merch store now, and it's like, I'm... Look, guys, I... Don't feel this is coming from a biased place, but I am so excited about this merch. I think it's some of the most fun merch with like the most fun designs like ever. <laughs> and I'm really excited about it. It's um, Nike wanted to to take over because they realized how good quality of, of you know, of, of of merch that we had. But we were like, no, Nike. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Where can we find the Everyone's merch? Everyone's just we can find the merch. It's it. all linked in all of our on our bios. I think yeah. you can mm-hmm. go to our Instagram mm-hmm. accounts and just go to our bios, and you can check out all the cool merch and tag us in it. Tag us in yeah, it. I like us. to see it tag in the it. world. I like to see it in the world. Especially Hannah loves to put that on her stories. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, it I makes know, me really happy. 
It also <laughs> like it's stuff I don't necessarily look for. So when you find the good stuff and you share it, I'm like, oh. Yeah. So thanks for that, Hannah. That was the same for like a bunch of reviews for this podcast came up. And it was just so wonderful to know how many people are really enjoying this show. Makes me happy. Thanks. So I got distracted for for a second because I just looked down at my notes I took last night when I rewatched Normal, which is the episode we're doing today. And in all caps... This is what just distracted me. Says, um, um, WTF, your balls in a shake. Whoa. Yeah. We'll that, get to that. We'll get to we'll that. We'll get to that later. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That feels like a thing that I like I need to know. Like this seems like all the guys keep saying it's a guy thing, but I'm yeah. like, that well, can't be a thing. It's a, it's a if you got balls thing. Then you do it. <laughs> it's a, <laughs> so guys, girls, it doesn't matter. If you got balls, you do it. All right, let's jump right in. Normal. 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 You know what's crazy also, too? We have four more episodes and we're done our first season. Crazy. Incredible. Our first whole season will have been rewatched. I know. Oh, boy. Okay. I know. I feel like I blinked. Bam. This podcast almost has done a whole season of New Girl. All right. Um, Episode 120, Normal. Let's go. Let's go. Guys, this... There are so m- there are so many funny things in this episode that I totally forgot about. Mm. Um, uh, directed by Jesse Peretz, yes, mm-hmm, who's an old friend of mine, and he is a great director. He made an awesome movie called uh, The Chateau years mm-hmm. ago um, with Paul Rudd and Romney Malco, and it's so funny. Have I talked about this before? You've talked I about like it on the podcast before, but I guess what? I went and to look for it, and I can't find it to watch it. What? Do you have a copy? Can I borrow it? Uh, I probably <laughs> do somewhere. Yeah, on DVD. Yeah. Zoe, okay. how about this? Zoe, how about this? You upload a copy to your Instagram page, and all the fans <laughs> out there can go and watch it for free right now. <laughs> I don't, well, don't want to. Ste- I don't want to be pirating. <laughs> you gotta send Zoe. I don't, <laughs> don't want to be. <laughs> I'm you sorry. know, I don't want to be, I don't, this is not how I want to go down. I'm sorry. You're right. You're right. So Jesse Perez directed in Love Raquet, our beloved love, 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 mm-hmm. love, 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 um, love, wrote, this wrote it. Um, such a funny episode. And it kicks off at a political fundraiser yes. where just as that questionable sexy talk again. <laughs> yeah. And I had to skip it because I feel really, emb- it's like watching my parents or something like, you know what I mean? It's like watching, like if you see your parents like smooch or something when you're a kid and you're like, ew, yeah. that's what I feel if I have to watch myself do like, <laughs> like some kind of sexy talk thing on TV. I'm like, ah. Uh, uh, so I'm sorry I fast forward through that part. <laughs> what do you guys can talk about it? I forgot, like I forgot so much of this episode. So it was really fun to watch again. So I was kind of bracing myself too because it's strange when we watch each other do those kinds of things. But then when you were like, <laughs> yeah, I I'm wearing your boxer. <laughs> what a weird thing to say. The whole episode's called normal, and it kicks and off. Men's yeah. undies are comfy. At- I kind of get it. Yeah. yeah, but how bunchy is that under a, that's you know? Right. That's right. Maybe that's <laughs> why you wear outfit. the skirts that have a little more, you know. A voluminous skirts. So right. It makes room for some some <laughs> boxer shorts, yeah. Your boyfriend fun shorts. Fact, fun fact to the fans mm-hmm. out there. Um, ladies, if you come to my place and you're thinking you're going to leave with a pair of boxers, surprise, I don't wear boxers. So you will leave with okay. nothing. That's it. That's a fun fact out Wait, there. Wait, what? I don't wear underwear, so I don't have any. You... Wait, you just share that's a 
That's an intimate fact, Lord. I don't own any. I don't own any. I don't believe in them. You know, quite frankly, <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe in. Are you heard it here first? Society. Okay. You know I mean? It's constricting well, us. I'm just a free man out there in the world. I'm a free man. I'm a free man. You're a free man. Shout it just feels Freeman. like maybe like <laughs> like some materials in pants might be a little chafy. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's been rough. It's been a rough 39 years. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> it's rough. I was like some like 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 raw salvage denim jeans. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> oh, no. Feels like it might be a little chafy on the it's a little bit on the equipment. Bit. Yeah, but I sold your okay. on. I sold your on. So wait, <laughs> you're, so Russell, you're, you're wait sticking to it. Russell in this episode goes goes to Jess's place for the first yes. time to stay over. Mm-hmm. Yes. So that feels like. Can you mark um, that for a second, Hannah? Yeah. I want to go right right before that. Was yeah. it? It was right be right before that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a scene with you, you and Schmidt. We're all in the loft, and then you know uh, Jess is looking for Cece, and then you come out and of Schmidt's room, and she says, "I'm not used to this yet." Schmidt goes on this, you know, rant about all the things you guys just did in that room. Uh huh. Cut to the next <laughs> scene. Jess is laying on the bed. <laughs> I just right. thought. This is this is this is disgusting. <laughs> I was like, I would but not also, what's weird room. is that that Cece never gets dressed. Like the next scene, she's still just wearing a sheet. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, You're I'm just naked under sheet. the blankets, and we're yeah. in. I remember this part of that scene though really clearly because you know we get to pick how we're going to kind of be positioned or where in the room in the scene, and I thought it was just really sweet to do that, almost like 1980s movie teenage girl. Mm-hmm. kind mm-hmm. of pose right when you're like lying on your stomach on your bed your feet are kicked up kicking back and forth it's easy to cover uh yeah it was like <laughs> i remember that because it was really perspective. quick <laughs> yeah it was really easy to shoot but it was also just like a sweet moment where you could kind of see like the girls friendship and you could kind of see yeah. them as like teenagers like doing that i remember picking yeah. that intentionally with you because we could have just sat up and had the conversation yeah. too but no, I like I like that. I it was very that. sweet that part, and also disgusting when disgusting. you think about what Lamorne just said. <laughs> yeah, the, the filth. I didn't I think mean, about it like that. The I was like, There's, oh, it's so sweet. Those the sheet. Maybe they changed the sheets before. <laughs> yeah, just just do a quick change. <laughs> maybe they totally Schmidt, did. They totally yeah. changed the sheets, guys. That is the character. That is Schmidt's personality type. He would change the sheets immediately. He would change. The I sheets. didn't even notice that because I was so caught up in like the girlfriendness of the whole thing. <laughs> um, okay, so you're at you, so Russell comes to the loft. Yeah, the loft the for the loft. first time. And, yeah, and Jess says. You know, to her roommates, guys, just act normal. <laughs> um, and they all act weird in different ways. Yeah. Define um, normal is a very important part of this episode. Yeah. Define she's like, what, I don't feel like my normal is well, not your normal. <laughs> well, and the thing is that first she's like, uh, be cool. And then she's like, I don't trust that our definition of cool is the same. But also the definition of normal is clearly <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> not the same. Nick is like obsessed with Russell, wants to share his idea book. Schmidt is incredibly competitive mm-hmm. yeah. uh, with Russell. And I, I do feel like Winston is like more normal. He's just kind of caught up in his his work he's also, stuff. He's also convinced that he's just a, a rich white man, which means he's probably a little racist. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, yeah, what yeah. he's that part. focused yeah, that on. <laughs> Are you? That's racist? what I noticed in this episode a, a, a lot about Winston. 
is uh-huh. that he, he just he doesn't he doesn't like rich old white dudes in this nah, episode. He's his, suspicious. His, his boss and then well, Russell. His Russell's pretty nice, but his boss is his pretty. Boss is, yeah, he's Psychopath. makes a lot of questionable moves. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, um, what was it like to work? So you got to work with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So let me just say this. So mm. if anyone knows me, they know I'm a huge basketball fan. Um, and Kareem was, to me, like Prince was to everyone else. I love Pr- Prince being on the show. And I was, you know, I, I'm still, I still think about it all the time. But Kareem was my, he was, that was Prince to me. He was the guy though. Like, he's the guy. Like he's when the, we were kids, he was yeah. the, he was like the guy. I'm not even a basketball person. And it was like, like Kareem. he's a god. He's he, a god. He is. And yeah. he's so tall. So, he you is, know, he's so you look like a little boy in that scene. It was very sweet. <laughs> well, because he's so big. So it's like, but he a is. super manly little boy. So I put it to you like this. Super manly little boy. For all the fans, truly a little boy. And and I still feel that way. (laughs) To all the fans out there who don't know who Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is, he's the, in basketball, he's the all-time leading scorer, which is hard. 38,000, over 38,000 points, 38,387 points to be exact. But his his unstoppable shot was the sky hook, right? It was this shot that he would just toss the ball over his head, and you couldn't till this day. It's the most unstoppable shot in NBA history. He in the in this episode, he takes a paper ball over the over the um the little uh, what do you call it the the the, the, the cubicle uh, partition cubicle the cubicle partition yes mm-hmm. and he, he does a sky hook over it and it hits me right in the head. He was nailing that every single time. He kept hitting me in the head every single time. And I thought, well, the accuracy on this man. He must have like incredible. exceptional, like, like uh, hand eye coordination. I mean, Absolutely. Because he can do it with like, you know, big, massive dudes running at him, grabbing on him, and he can still make that shot. So, do you remember the f- like when you found out it was going to be him and he was really coming and the moment you met him? Yeah, I, I, well, you know, New Girl was one of my, New Girl is the, obviously the first time I'm, I'm acting really like in, in this capacity and you see all these cool guest stars that we get, especially in the first season, we got a lot of cool folks that came on. Yeah. This one to me, I was, blew my mind. So in shock, but even after he had left, even after he'd gone, I still, till this day, am still kind of blank about it. Because I never <laughs> fully, I was I was just recently in Ohio. Uh, Dave Chappelle mm-hmm. has this thing called summer camp, and we were there, and Kareem was there. Uh, I didn't get invited. <laughs> Next that one. sounds Dave. fun. Yeah, Dave, <laughs> invite Hannah and I want to come. Uh, you guys should come uh, to the next one. It's a family yeah, affair. You can bring camp. the families. All right, that sounds next like summer so much camp. fun. Yeah. Okay, next. But summer. Kareem was there. Yes. <gasps> what? Oh, Kareem was. Oh, at- so you got Kareem reunited. And I, I was so nervous to go talk to him, mm. even though we had worked together. It had been so long, and I start mm. and I walk up and I start having this conversation with him, and he the look he gives me is kind of like. I don't remember what you're talking about, but nice to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, he blanked right. it out too. I was like, all right, because we, you know, he was nervous to meet me too. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, well, he was so nervous that he forgot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he I just remember it. you guys do a handshake and you like hold on to 
his hands for a very long time in that scene. Yes. And I was like, is this acting? Or were you just <laughs> like, I need this another moment of just touching. I wanted to grab him and embrace him and then roll my body up into his <laughs> so I could little spoon. I could be little get, spoon. <laughs> get a teaspoon. I wanted to do that. Aww. Yeah, huge moment. So, huge guest star in this show. I mean, it was yeah. incredible. Oh my God. It was so, I got to meet him and I looked like a little doll next to him. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you had also Phil Hendry was uh, played oh your God. boss. J- Joe Phil Napoli. If you guys is, don't know who he is, he's like a radio legend. Oh, yeah. Is inc- and his, vo- his voice is absolutely incredible. And the guy couldn't be nicer. For, so, But for him <laughs> to play this character, he's such, <laughs> <laughs> he's such an a-hole. I'm like, that to me... Is the true yeah. test of a, of a really good actor because he, I hated him in those scenes. And after each take, he would just tell jokes and tell old stories and do voices and stuff like that. The guy is incredible. He does. So there, I can't remember what station it was on, but they, they, I used to listen to his show all the time, and he would do, I, I like five different characters that were mm-hmm. so. I mean, it w- doesn't sound like a character. It sounds like a real person. He'd do all the people calling in yeah. and he'd interrupt himself. It was like, and it's funny because the, he does the thing where he does your voice and it's yeah. like nowhere near what he does on his show. Like he'd interrupt himself Oh yeah, <laughs> in such an accurate way. He'd have like, I, do, I never saw him do it live, but he'd have like two different microphones so that yeah. they could like play him. But I mean, let, anyway. I mean, let's talk pretty, about what he's, when he, when he is, mimicking or mocking winston he's mocking the fact that winston used to be mm-hmm. this basketball player mm-hmm. so here we are you know for the folks out there keeping tally this is another job <laughs> that winston so in this episode we realize winston's trying to quit the nannying job <laughs> to become a radio host potentially and he has to work his way up so so far we have radio host nannying job uh, Usher, basketball player, Usher, basketball player. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm not. I forget what else we have. But if you're keeping, it's only there, season one, folks. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're trying uh, a lot. You're um, a jack of all trades. You're just trying, you're trying to try and stuff out, trying it all out. Well, but I here I think it it does emphasize something about being being an athlete. That is one of these tough things that to be like say in the nba like you have to be the top 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 like 0.1 percent of all basketball players yeah and you could be the best in your school you could be like the best kid on your team from you know like from elementary school and you could be like everyone could think you're phenomenal and then you go and try to become a professional and everyone says you suck and it's it must be so hard to go from like being the greatest like mm. being you know to but to be at a professional level of playing sports is just such an incredible feat in itself but like once oh, yeah. you get there if you're not the best player <laughs> yeah people will really not be nice <laughs> the, yeah because and you, and you have to put it in perspective as well you know for fans, we only see the end result. We only see, mm-hmm. oh, you tried to make it to the NBA, it didn't work out. Yeah. You know, oh, you must not be good. But you don't, you try to, if I played with a person who who gets cut from the NBA or any professional sport, 
someone who gets cut, they will destroy me. <laughs> and s- s- they'll make such quick work out of me. It make it'll be so, it'll be so embarrassing. That's how good professionals mm. are. That the people who yeah. don't make it make you look like you know a kid. Speaking of professionals, um, I caught Max in an unprofessional moment in this episode, mm. and <laughs> it makes me laugh because I feel like maybe some like real fans of this show now can tell, but we all for sure can tell when someone actually breaks, when they're actually laughing. (laughs) And when it makes it to the show, that means there were zero takes that someone got through Mm -hmm. without breaking, which also makes me laugh. And it's when Max is at the table. I know the part. And he, you know, you know what I'm going to say when he goes, Oh, baby, Russell. (laughs) He has to say it. And he literally he says is, avocado. He goes, widow Wessel wants an avocado. Whoa. That's right. And you see Max just fully broken, yeah. laughing through it. And it's one of my favorite moments. They don't often like make the show, but when they do, it's my favorite because I just know that means he couldn't or whoever yes. it is could not get through one take. Oh, yeah. I love that so much because it makes it so much funnier. Can yeah, talk- I loved I actually loved like all the roles that everybody was playing with Russell um, <laughs> in this yes. in this episode. Um and the fact I was like what what a Schmidt perfect thing <laughs> to kind of hone in on that he somehow thinks he can compete with Russell who clearly is like much more established in the world like but that Schmidt has this kind of like very healthy ego um and and that he's like being so mean to him. <laughs> the label check moment also got me it was so funny trying to do this like quick (laughs) what are you wearing moment is just so funny i I love it so much it also it's you don't think of you would think of a comedy of like playing on that trope of women caring about what label you're wearing Mm -hmm. and to see um schmidt so committed to finding (laughs) out label check label check it's (laughs) so funny the wrestling that man to the ground um also the big thing about this episode sorry lamorne no no go ahead the big thing about this episode i feel like everybody's always talked to me about is it feels it's the first time you hear some sort of explanation of what true American is and the rules, which is, I think, what kickstarted this whole thing of there must be a way to play it because there's right. this episode where we get some sense yeah. <laughs> that there is structure to it. Yeah. Um, and listening to the explanation and how the explanation devolves the more they drink is oh, yeah. really funny, too. Because it makes no sense even when we explain it. <laughs> no. Absolutely no sense. Yeah. <laughs> 90% drinking with a loose candy land structure what is that (laughs) what are you talking about (laughs) there's little things i guess you could build it around right like the kentucky whiskey is the king of the castle the floor is lava Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. there's four Mm -hmm. zones a trail of chairs like i can see now re-watching the episode you could start <laughs> to pull things out. But it's forensic. It's forensic. That's ooh, <laughs> at I like best. That. Yes. <laughs> That's right. It's a Law and Order uh, episode. <laughs> when you watch the, yeah, it is the Law and Order episode. <laughs> um, but I'm glad that people, you know, are out there getting, you know, getting pleasure from playing True American. Yeah, but you gotta do it. You got. I will say this, guys. You got to do it safely. 
the stories that I'm hearing back from you guys is just ridiculous, and it's you can't be you can't be out here playing true American. That's the part the that's scary is you watch the pile of cans that start to happen, and you go like, mm, I feel like someone's about to be hospitalized if this yeah. is an accurate <laughs> reflection of how much alcohol is being consumed. Well, you have to fill a certain amount of space, like for like from a like you know set decoration perspective, and <laughs> yeah. and maybe not thinking like these people have really gone into alcohol poisoning territory i hope i hope the folks out there haven't but we here's what we do want we do want to hear your experiences so you can send us voicemails of all of your true american experiences the good the bad oh yeah the ugly oh the ugly i really want to hear about the (laughs) good bad the really bad the really really bad yes that's or the rules you use i would love to know how you've actually made this into a game and the rules you have fashioned Exactly. Well, it's um, from also your, like, put, oh, sorry, go ahead. From your forensic like, investigation of yes, the American. Yeah, exactly. We want to hear you explain it. And I was going to say, mm-hmm. it's kind of like how there are a million types of poker, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, ah, yes. there can be a million types of true American, right? When yeah, so send American. us like a voicemail, send it in of your true American experience, the rules you use, the craziest stories at welcome to our show podcast at gmail.com. And we can play them on the show. And we will and be we're going right to take a break. Back. Yes. We'll be back after these messages. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare as the number one audio company iHeartMedia gives you access to all every audience live conversations trusted influencers and the insights and data you need to grow iHeartMedia is your access company. Go to iHeartResults.com for more. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people. In an unscripted, unvarnished way, is getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine, and I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic, the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. And we are back. You, you know, and we're back. 
we, we when we broke, we were talking about True America. I, I want to. I just want to say this one thing. We were doing shots of whiskey at the at the table at the mm-hmm. end. We will get into the real apps of it all and aka you know, the, iced the, tea. Yes, exactly. It wasn't, but the bottle, the we're bottle heavily is, caffeinated. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Oh, truly, iced tea. Sometimes, sometimes coffee. Sometimes I would ask for coffee, oh, yeah. depending on how yeah. late the day got. I, yeah. Um, so the bottle of Jack Daniels is called Jake Danzels. Oh. Yeah. No, it was not. Yes, <laughs> yes. Jake yes. I remember paying attention to it one day, going, "What, Jake Denzel?" <laughs> yeah. Wait, we we used to laugh so much about the fake alcohol, like the because for for uh, yeah Heisler, and then there was like another one I can't remember, but um, but <laughs> in for props you can't use like the real thing unless you like pay for it. So they have all these like prop brands that are fake, and yep. Jake Den- Denzel's was probably my favorite. <laughs> oh yeah, because <laughs> Jake Jake oh, Johnson was like, oh man, I just had so much Jake Denzel's. <laughs> I'm so I'm just obliterated on Jake Denzel's. <laughs> so they're they're at this table and they're all having this conversation. They're trying to bro up to Russell after the wild uh, true American drinking game. CC comes home, pulls Schmidt into the disgusting room that they hang out in and do and Russell well, she doesn't really pull him that's what I love about their dynamic sometimes she's just like I'm gonna go get near bed and he's like yeah I'm out see you later yeah, that's a pull that's a pull <laughs> that's, it may he's as well like, be a physical I have to make role. a choice right now a psychic I'm, pull yeah, yes <laughs> I'm it's going very this much way. so um, but but we see the beginnings the beginnings of an argument or a disagreement for the first time between Jess and Russell mm-hmm. let's talk yeah. about that I mean, what's interesting, too, is it brings up a big, I think, a big conversation point in this episode. Um, and I think it's a, a life thing, too, which is Cece gives the advice that it's very healthy for um, you to fight in relationships. Mm-hmm. It's healthy to have a fight. What do we think of this advice? I think it's true because not that not fight, but like if where you have disagreements like that that's what brings people closer together now now it's how you fight not not that you are having an argument you have to be respectful when you're sure. having an argument otherwise boundaries, that can be damaging boundaries. if you're exactly if you if you're if you're you know you know fighting dirty or something <laughs> um you know you know call name calling all that not nice stuff that you know that can cause problems but i think if you have a disagreement it's totally normal and totally healthy to work it out in a mature way so i, mean, I you think cc's right enough for sure to express how you really feel even yeah. if you know the other person doesn't feel the same way right yeah. that can be a disagreement and it should be okay otherwise it's just like suppress repress and then it'll mm. come out in other ways that's my thought i thought this was great advice from cc to jess yeah, anybody out I there agree. who knows me knows that I don't argue, so I can't really chime in on this. Um, I'm such a mild-mannered uh, You individual. You are, though. You like a little yeah. mouse. Yeah, whenever I'm in relationships and I do something messed up and they want to scream and they want to yell, I just give them the bow, you know what I mean? And I just kind of slowly <laughs> back my way out of their lives forever. That's um it. 
You are really like nice. And, I mean, you're like, you're not like a little mouse, but you are pretty nice. You know? Pretty nice. Well, you know, there Guy, are going to be I some angry women like, out there you know. that are going to disagree. But. <laughs> um, send us Play emails, angry women. <laughs> Play the tapes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, one of my favorite moments of this episode is like Elvin um, doing you a solid. I mean, in a way that could have sent you like to jail to forever. For sure. He for was sure. Bordering. That was, yeah. A little too much. He loved you too much. But it was like the idea of a friend seeing what was best for you and then making the hard decision for you. That right. essence of it was incredibly sweet. So it'd be like, there's no safety net anymore. You got to exactly. go. Exactly. He could have, I mean, he could have chose, he could have literally just said, no, seriously, I've outgrown this relationship too. You should go. And it would have made Winston feel like, you know what, maybe you're right. <laughs> but instead, he like threatened him with like prison. That's <laughs> Essentially. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, I don't know. We were bordering. Or at on least that getting one. destroyed on a, on a nanny board. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which probably still All is. All your nanny prospects just got <laughs> completely wiped out. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But the cool thing I liked about the the Elvin and uh, Elvin and Winston dynamic is that Elvin was kind of like, even though he, even though it's like this is the job for Winston, Elvin is such a kid, but he's so smart and he's so elevated that it felt like the roles were actually reversed. And, and in their conversations, and you'll see in later episodes as well, in their relationship, Elvin is always the one teaching Winston something. You know, mm-hmm. and even in a mm-hmm. moment like this, he's doing it again. Um, and that's what I loved about the dynamic. It wasn't just a typical, I'm, you know, you're a kid doing stupid stuff. It's like, no, Winston, you're an adult doing stupid stuff. And this kid is the one who has to check. You <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. He's precocious, that Elvin. 100%. Precocious. 100%. Like and, but like he sends him back to his job, which we were talking about this earlier. Um, is this something that folks do? Joe Napoli is such a, 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 a D-head to, to everyone who works for him that the advice that Russell gives Winston is to dip his, his huevos into his, his, his milkshake. He wanted him to... That's so disgusting to me. I can't believe Russell did that. Like, it's, suggested what's weird that. to go... The part that was hard for like me to process is it seems just as much of a punishment... To who's doing the dipping <laughs> as the person that has to drink the dipped. And I'm like, just, you put in some cold, yeah. weird, like then you, you've got to go like. sensory experience, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> it just feels like a weird, there's a million things you could put in mm-hmm. there to ruin someone's day. Yeah. But it mm-hmm. sounds like you got to ruin your day. <laughs> First, mm-hmm. first chilly. Yeah. I don't understand. That's the part where I was like, I, as a woman, I do not understand doing that to yourself to try it's to hurt somebody sticky. else. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Well, I didn't yeah. it. it's not that hard. Um, it's not that hard. In my previous, again, anyone who knows me, they know that there's a process to it. Um, mm, I like to, okay. I like to fully strip down completely. <laughs> <laughs> I to hang my clothes up. Did you go full <laughs> method for this bit on the show? Like you wanted to yeah. really experience it so you could sell the acting part. Okay. All right. Tell us what yeah. you did. Well, well, da- well, I I called Dallas. Dallas is our uh, props guy. I, shout out to Dallas. And I said, Dallas, I said, man, I really want to go for it in this scene. And so I said, don't, don't make sure the, the milkshake isn't cold. Right. <laughs> Dallas, what a prankster. The milkshake was cold. 
And so <laughs> it was a little difficult for me to do. So it was a very messy, sticky situation that I had to, you know, get out of mm-hmm. in the middle of the scene. But it that 100% did not happen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Never happened. Everybody, he's a good actor. <laughs> when he uh, said he, he, there was a possibility that you were like, wait, did he? <laughs> well, I want people but to you think were, that I did. That's okay. That's fun. That's All fun right, for you me. did. That's fun. For okay, me. you did it. <laughs> um, send us your uh, power play uh, stories. If you've ever had to power play your boss, please send us the voicemails. We want to hear all about it. I remember, uh, like people when I was growing up, would be like, "Oh, I put their toothbrush in the toilet." Oh gosh, do you remember? Ooh. Like it was so oh. disgusting. It's such a gross thing. And I, I think it's like a kid bullying thing that I just remember people saying that they had like done to someone. So I always used to keep my toothbrush like in a top drawer in my bathroom. <laughs> oh like my if God. someone's That's trying to good, ruin my life, they can't yeah. find my toothbrush. You know, what you Ooh. should do is hide your toothbrush in the back of the toilet and they'll never be okay. able to find it. <laughs> That's what you should do, Hannah. Here's where I keep my toothbrush in the tank of the toilet. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Joke's on them. Beat you to it. Never find it here. Um, okay, we have to talk because about this fight between um, uh, Max and Jake, Nick and Schmidt, because I was crying laughing. I've completely yeah, it's about a really this scene. good uh, yeah, it's a really good scene. <laughs> the realization of relapse, relapse, relapse <laughs> yeah. when they're pitching to Russell. Honestly. Um, it put me on the floor. I thought it was so, so real. It's action. also just a Swiss army knife that's bigger than a Swiss yes. army knife. <laughs> it's just on the back of your phone. My favorite part about that is them is them sliding into when you when you all are having your argument, them sliding into the kitchen to start pitching you. Which is <laughs> pitching Russell. That was one of the funniest things <laughs> I've seen. Um and Jake's there the differences between their characters it makes so much sense. You know, Jake mm-hmm. is this optimistic, like, idiot. <laughs> and Schmidt's this idiot, you know, businessman. It was so funny to me. Yeah. It was so funny. So funny. Also Such just a good shows dynamic. you the importance in mm-hmm. business of timing and reading yeah. the room. There's yeah. a very hungover man in a fight with his girlfriend. And they're yeah. like, you know what? <laughs> this moment. <laughs> this moment we're going to choose. Um <laughs> Oh gosh, I yeah. completely had forgotten about it, and I just thought it was one of the funniest things ever. Not gonna lie to you though. Not gonna lie to you though. Mm-hmm. I would, I would buy that. I totally would. I totally would. <laughs> Even I'm if sure it was it called exists. relapse. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I think. I mean, I'm sure it's I've out heard there. worse for sure. <laughs> I've heard worse names for <laughs> for products for weird apps. Hmm. There's two things it's that happened, though, on though. <laughs> in the Nick world of this episode that I didn't realize, and I don't know if we ever talk about for the rest of the series. One, he's one-eighth Cherokee? Yeah. What? And then the yeah. other is that apparently he quotes Aladdin's A Whole New World all the time. Does he ever do it again in the series? Like, I'm going to try to pay attention and see if I catch it again. So besides Where's the Bear, you got to find Where's the Aladdin quote. Also, you guys, I don't want to talk about Where's the Bear in this episode because... um. I can only find it on the fridge. <laughs> and it oh. makes me mad if I can only oh. find it on the fridge. But I'll say this to our listeners. You have been incredible because when I really can't find it, I get DMs from these super sleuths who actually can find it in the episodes. So what I'm going to oh. try to do then is kind of make a master list 
of all um, of the episodes at the end of season one, when we get to our 24th episode and list where all the bears are found, some by me and a lot by the listeners of this podcast. So if you find one that's not on the fridge for this episode, tell me and I'm going to put it on this list and uh, I'll drop it when we do our uh, season finale. Oh, that's good. That's really good. I found the bear. I'm not. I'm just not going to say anything. <laughs> Are you the one DMing me just using different accounts? Yes. Do you actually know where if, all the bears are? Yes. <laughs> I am Pirate Cody true, 44. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> That's me. If that were true, if you like had the time to like sit around and create fake accounts to to yes. catfish Hannah, I would love oh, Frank that Sinatra so is real. Oh my gosh. I'm Kevin Frank Durant. Frank Sinatra is real. Too big. <laughs> Too big, Lamorne. Too big. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Um, we're going to go to break. And when we come back, we will play a round of True American. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. Welcome to Math & Magic, stories from the frontiers of marketing. This week, I'm talking to the one and only Ryan Seacrest. Love the connection to people. I think at the core, what I get excited about, what gets me up in the morning is connecting with people in an unscripted, unvarnished way. It's getting to to say something to them, hear back from them, know that I'm part of the routine. And I look forward to getting on the air. I look forward to it. In these exciting times, we're looking to the math, the strategy and analytics, and the magic the creative spark more than ever. Listen to Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
We're back. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to play a round of True American. True American. Our brilliant producer, Joelle, put together yet another amazing round. Uh, This week, uh, both Jess and Nick conveyed their feelings with Disney songs. We're going to guess the Disney movie based on obscure lyrics. (laughs) Let's see. Okay. <laughs> Here's the first one. Now's your moment floating in a blue lagoon. Ooh, I know just because of lagoon, I'm going to say Little Mermaid. Yeah. <gasps> kiss the girl? Is it? You got to kiss the girl. Sebastian sings it? Yeah, I love Sebastian. Fun fact about that, I had to sing that in men's choir. Did you really? Oh my God, that's so cute. You were a little crabby? Yep, yep. That's, that's the crabbiest of crabs. Crabbiest of crabs. I love it. Mm-hmm. I actually, yeah. when you said that, it made sense, but I don't remember this lyric at all. And I thought, like, I know that was like that came out when I was like a kid, so like that was like my movie, and I didn't <laughs> know it. So <laughs> I'm like, I know that soundtrack backwards and forwards. Um, oh yeah, Lamorne, you want to take the next one? Though my face leaves people screaming. There's a child behind it dreaming. No, Lamorne, read the next thing. Don't share something personal right now. Read the next lyric. Hannah, you better stop. <laughs> you, you better stop, Hannah. Oh, is this like um, Quasimodo? Uh, Ooh. What is, um, the Hunchback of Notre Dame? That's a good guess, I'm, but it is not. It, it, Beauty oh. and the Beast. That's a good guess. Oh, my God, Beauty and the Beast. And the Beast. Also a good guess, but no. Oh. Is it Shrek? Oh, Shrek is not a Disney movie. It's, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> is it Wolverine? Um, <laughs> Iron Man. Though my Disney face now, right? leaves people screaming. There's a child behind it dreaming. This is a very aggressive lyric, you guys. Mm. Is this like a bad guy in a in a movie? Sort of villain. Oh, it's got to be. Hmm. I don't mm. know. Though my face leaves people. Sc- hey, Joelle, give us a tune. Sing it. Uh, Sing uh, it. <laughs> Sing it, Joelle. Child behind it dreaming. I'm in it. What is it? You have a very pretty voice, but I still don't oh know gosh, what song is this. Joelle, start. Okay, is it like old school Disney, new school Disney? It's newer. Oh, whoa, whoa. whoa you Moana? No, I'll give it to you. It's Tangled, I've Got a Dream. Oh. It's the marvel of like Rapscallion singing about mm. their inner childhood Oh, love a Rapscallion. Is no this way. when There's they're, no yeah, way. they're in the bar. Yeah, that's a good mm-hmm. scene. I, I love that movie. I Tangled yet. Okay. I haven't seen that one yet. All right, um, number three. Your daughter will love it once she's like, Two or yeah, three. She's still on uh, Coco Melon and Encanto. She's oh, Encanto. Oh, well, Encanto is like amazing. Yeah, yeah she's oh. still rocking out to those. Um, um Okay. Uh, Hannah, you want to do next? Now we have Bruno song in my head. Number three. <laughs> I know that love will lead us and find a way to guide me to you. Ooh. I know that love will lead us and find a way to guide me to you. Is this going to be Aladdin? I was thinking Aladdin too. It's not Aladdin. 
He's yeah. on a carpet that could, you know, lead him somewhere. Similar era. Ooh. 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 Okay, so ooh, that ooh, ooh, all uh, is. Be- oh, that would be like Lion King or Beauty and the Beast. Right? King, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, that's that whole era. That's the good 90s era oh, of Disney. But we're obviously not okay. right because Joel. But quiet. we're obviously not right because we. I'll say, I'll say it's not a major <laughs> Disney princess movie. Oh, oh man! It's a little. St- it's okay. Um, Peter Pan. Hook. No, but still, from no, the 90s. Peter Pan is from like the fifties, I think. Uh, it's from the nineties, <laughs> and it's obscure. Uh, like Little Mermaid two, <laughs> American Tale is American Tale Disney. No, but. Right essence. Um, oh, I... oh, yeah. This is uh, it involves Madagascar? a mouse. No, it involves this a mouse. Not Disney. Oh. Does it? Does it involve a mouse? <laughs> it it Ratatouille? does not involve a mouse. Uh, I'll say it involves several breeds of dog. Hotel for dogs. <laughs> Oliver and we Company. Are... All dogs. Oh, 101 Damnations. We are terrible at this, I'm going to say. All All breeds of dogs, you're like 101 of the same breed. What does it say about us that we were able to identify the saddest songs of all time? That's right. And we cannot, for the life of us, identify like basically any Disney lyrics. Um, All dogs go to heaven. All dogs go Uh, to heaven. I'll give you the the group within the movie that sings it. It's called Powerline. If that is at all helpful to you. Powerline. I don't think I've ever seen that. Oh, Lady and the Tramp. That's from <laughs> the, the like fifties or sixties. <laughs> it's from a goofy movie. It's called Eye to Eye. It is a cult classic Disney movie. I've, I've never been heard sat of here it. for nine hundred years, and those words would never have fallen out of my but, mouth. But can I say, I on every weekend I, we go, my kids and I go on Disney Plus and like pick up. Disney movie so I feel like I thought when when I first read that this was our true American this week that we, I was going to be good at this Crush and it. I am not a Disney, it's called <laughs> a much, goofy movie like, I don't, <laughs> it's a so goofy good guys movie. if you haven't seen it though fabulous movie okay, okay what's it called goofy Eye to Eye Max. so it's called Aww. a goofy movie the song is called Eye to Eye and it's very sweet okay alright last well, one Zoe alright my heart has wings and I can fly I'll touch every star in the sky. Um, well, now I'm scared. Oh, that's from Peter Pan, I think. Is this Hook? Oh, Is such it? a good guess. Same era. Very classic oh. Disney. Um, Disney's Reading Rainbow. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, also, don't watch Peter Pan because it's problematic. <laughs> that's one I will not put on for my kids. Uh, Daffy um, Duck story. Uh, <laughs> Mickey Mouse story. <laughs> uh, Pluto story. No, a, a classic princess. I'll give you that. Classic princess. Uh, Sleeping Snow Beauty. White. Cinderella. Oh, wait, no, wait, Sleeping Snow Beauty. White. Sleeping Beauty. It is Cinderella. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Cinderella. Let's, Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I remember like the the when they came out because like I think Sleeping Beauty is fifty nine. Like I think I looked at the chronological era because my favorite um, Disney movie color palettes are. Alice in Wonderland and mm. Sleeping Beauty. And I was like, I think Alice in Wonderland's 55 and Sleeping Beauty's 59. And I was like, I love the color palette of the 50s. Mm. Oh Wait, when yeah. was Cinderella? Do we know? Cinderella was 
around around like maybe early 60s like maybe I think like 61 maybe something it's re- really close really right close the but the color world. palette's different 1950 it's, whoa oh, it's earlier oh shoot sorry I'm wrong other way 19 other way <laughs> 10 years before Speaking um, of which, guess but, make sure you go out there and watch Alice uh, Alice's uh, Wonderland Bakery um, it's a great show <laughs> for kids I happen to be on it I happen to be on it it's fine so Disney Junior Plus or something oh can we talk about our D- <laughs> oh. Disney Junior Plus shows Mira yes. Royal Detective yes great yes. great show I that I'm have on one. I don't yeah, have you one should you we do one, one together <laughs> yes. I would definitely do one is that our one? next show that's our next show. Uh, yeah, that's our next show. It's on Disney Plus Junior. They're four <laughs> minutes long. My yeah. kids were asking to download some Disney Plus Junior shows for the plane. Like we were going on a trip and they're like, I want this one. And I was like, great. And then I was like, okay, these are four minutes long. This is like <laughs> not plane. <laughs> I need 444 minutes long, please. <laughs> Give me that well, episode, please. Well, oh, like, I flying. need a lot more episodes. Of you're this. flying private. Just have the pilot. Oh, okay, like, we're going to wrap ah, this episode up. up. We're wrapping this private. episode up. I also love that this whole, like, ep- like the real episode of New World that we're watching today, Normal, was all about um, True American and how it made no sense. And it's a game that's very difficult to play. And then we played True American on the show today. And we yeah. were terrible. Terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and asked for so many clues and helps and hints. So, and just and like hints, in we True just, American, it made no yep. sense. Mm-mm-mm. Well, on that note, I love you guys. Love y'all. Love you. Um, oh, can I just say one thing quickly? Oh, yeah, of course. I thought what could be really fun is after we do our 24th episode, rewatch episode, so we will have finished season one. We mm-hmm. could all do um, uh, have a glass of wine. Answer, have a glass oh. of wine and yeah. answer all the questions that have been sent in as voice memos to our email address. Maybe not all, but um, <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> a lot of them. We'll do as many as we can squeeze onto an episode. Um, yeah. So any burning idea. questions, especially about season one, send them in, and we will spend an episode. Zoe Lamorne and I. Um, answering drinking them the wine. best we can, drinking lots of wine. Absolutely, yes. absolutely. While wearing our "Welcome to Our Show" merch, yes, um, yes, yes, yes. and Russell's boxer shorts. Yes. All of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that should all be right. a merch item. We should think about that. Ooh, Russell's boxers. boxer shorts. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Love See y'all. you next week. Bye. Easy. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl recap podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre DeReader. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our Show Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. 
Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.